Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing Christmas in Tahoe from Hallmark's Merry Thanksgiving weekend, part of their Countdown to Christmas series of 40 movies this year. And we are three movies in to a four movie series this week alone. (laughs) Are you tired yet? Well, considering at the time of this recording, it's not even December 1st yet. And I'm like, my, yeah, I'm tired. (laughs) Well, if you like this podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating or a review. It's really easy to do. And you can visit meganandwendy.com slash Apple Podcasts to do so. And that is linked in our show notes as well. If you don't know where to find our show notes, they're right there in the app that you're listening to this podcast on. Or you can visit meganandwendy.com slash podcast. And all of our show notes are there, carefully written by Wendy every week chock full of information about what we're talking about and even more yeah even more stuff like that doesn't make the podcast so Mm -hmm. you know if you're looking for information on these uh movies hey we're your source (laughs) as mentioned today we're discussing christmas in tahoe and wendy hit us with a synopsis oh shit (laughs) i know it seems like a bit every time but like i honestly forget okay to save her family's hotel's Christmas show, talent booker Claire Musk asks for help from her ex-boyfriend Ryan, the lead guitarist of a now-famous band that fired her as their manager years ago. That's it. That's all it says. You know, these synopses need a little work because a lot more happens in this movie. I agree. Before we get into that, let's talk about some news and notes. And I have far more than I usually do for this particular movie. Hit me with it. This was not shot in Tahoe. It was rather shot in Vancouver, (laughs) as were the vast majority of this year's Countdown to Christmas movies. And it was written by Nina Weinman, who is a prolific Hallmark movie writer. And she has not one, but two holiday movies in this series. What's her second holiday movie this year? Uh Uh, Mrs. Miracle Christmas, and I have not watched that, although I do have it recorded. There are only so many hours in the day, and I have heard great things. I have seen some fellow Hallmark podcasters and Hallmark movie fans doing their rankings of the movies this year, and many of them are putting a Mrs. Miracle Christmas up toward the top of their list. And it stars Caroline Ray. (laughs) and I really enjoy her. So that is going to be my next non-reviewing watch just was that on enjoyment was that on movies and mysteries yes oh interesting interesting well if there's so much hype around it i might i might set the old recorder for that one too yeah i mean even though i'm desperately dying for a hallmark christmas movie break i don't know sometimes when somebody says something's good i'm easily influenced let me ask you have you ever been to lake tahoe i have I've never been there. And I know it's on like, it's it's in California, right? Or on the California-Nevada border somewhere. Yeah, there's a California side and a Nevada side. Uh, it, it, Is there usually that much snow like they showed in this? It's uh, a huge movie? ski destination. Okay, but only, is it similar to what they portrayed in the movie? Is that like people only go there during like the snowy season? And other times it's kind of desolate. 
Well, there's a no because it's a lake. So the lake has a summer season and there are casinos. Uh-huh. Um so I do think it is probably most popular in the winter, but it's definitely a year-round destination. There's hiking and there's water sports on the lake. Um I have only been in the winter. Okay, so the storyline that there is no need for year-round entertainment at this resort is kind of bogus. I think it's definitely winter is its high season. Speaking of Nina Weinman. Yeah. So on Instagram this weekend, uh, I had noticed that the mom and dad in this movie also were the mom and dad in the Tyler Hines An Unexpected Christmas movie. Yes. Which is so funny to me. So I had asked, because I needed like confirmation, obviously. So I asked on Instagram, like, hey, are these the same actors? And Nina responded and she said, I haven't seen An Unexpected Christmas yet. That would be so funny and so Vancouver. So that's kind of cute, right? And I told her that, you know, uh, I was liking the movie. This was like mid-watch. I was like, I like the movie and I love the music. And she said, well, some of it is mine, but I had to let go of this one since the production happened at the same time as two others. But the new writers did a great job. Well, so I, we had seen on Instagram that she was working on a Mrs. Miracle Christmas. She was on location for that. And so I could see how she would need to focus her time. I don't know what the other... One was perhaps she was recording a January movie, but yeah, I will say that you made the comment about the parents being the same from an unexpected mm-hmm. Christmas. The mom is played by Linda Boyd, but she is not credited on the Christmas in Tahoe IMDb. And the dad, I do not know the actor's name because he is not credited on either the Christmas in Tahoe or the unexpected Christmas IMDb. Okay, so I did receive another DM. Mm -hmm. from one of our followers and she said the dad for sure is played by paul mcgillen on tahoe and unexpected the mom from unexpected is linda boyd but i can't tell if that's her in tahoe so well i believe an actress that is her or someone who looks a lot like her well yeah linda boyd is not credited and I don't believe there's an actress who plays the mom who is credited on IMDb. Well, it's why wouldn't they give them like credit for that? They have speaking lines. Like, it why could they? It could have just been because sometimes I go to look for an IMDb listing a few days before these are out, and there isn't one. So it could mm-hmm. be that these are done down to the wire, and they're just getting the bare bones information, and perhaps they will go back in and add that. But mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. Because, you know, it's like some assistant on there adding all that information to IMDb. So it's not like the production company is doing that or whatever. You know, some low-level unpaid assistant is doing it. (laughs) And I'll tell you, as someone who adds a lot of stuff to IMDb, it is not user-friendly. So, you know, it takes some time and is a little pain in the butt to navigate. So I understand if all those actors aren't added yet. Pat Monahan of Train. Um, Train had a 2015 holiday album called Christmas in Tahoe. And he said that he was very happy to see that album come to life in this movie. Although I don't necessarily believe that the album was about a hotel events planner who struggles. (laughs) But um, I'm sure he loved to see the title of his album come to life in a movie. And he 
performs two songs in this movie, Shake Up Christmas and the new original song, Mittens. You love Pat Monahan. I love his voice. Um, I mean, he, every single one of his songs is made up of like cliches. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, but I do love his voice. And my uh, quick story, my dad had seen him like live at some point, like at a very small event. And he was like the the guest singer. It wasn't Train. It was just Pat Monahan. And um, my dad said he is just incredible live. I don't know if the listeners here know this, but my husband goes to many concerts a year and like typically 20 in a year and has seen train perform and says the same thing that they are fantastic pat monahan himself is fantastic live so information for you uh kyle selig who plays ryan in this movie will also be starring later this year in real housewives of north pole a christmas movie on peacock also starring kyle richards what is this movie? I have not heard any. It's a spoof on Housewives for Christmas? Well, it's a movie that takes place in a town called North Pole, Vermont. And I do believe it is a spoof on Housewives. I don't know oh much, but it will be on Peacock. <laughs> and Kyle Richards is playing herself or she's playing a, a housewife I don't, in the North Pole? I think she's playing a housewife. There's a... Yes. She's, she's playing she's Mrs. Playing Claus. <laughs> <laughs> they're not is in Michael the North Pole. Michael Myers going to be in this movie? They're in a town <laughs> called North Pole, Vermont. I get it. I know. This is funny. It's going to be on this year. I'm Sometime yes. soon. Yes, later this year. I, I will leave sh- uh, showtimes in the show notes because I definitely want to watch that one. Yeah, there's no showtimes. It's streaming, but release dates. Okay, fine. Fine, fine. <laughs> Call me out for not being a millennial. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> and finally, we have Laura Osnes, who we recently saw in Raise a Glass to Love. And last year, since we are in the holiday season, she was in Run One Royal Holiday, which was a movie that I actually very much enjoyed last year. It was not one that we reviewed on the podcast, but that was a Julie Sherman Wolf movie. And that was a real heartstring tugger for me. I really enjoyed that one. I don't. Don't love Laura Osnes's anti-vax dance, but we're letting some things go today because we are also recording an episode with Candace Cameron Bure, who has her own vaccine thoughts. So it's a theme. Yeah, I will tell you, um, watching this movie was hard to like put that out of my mind, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, it also made me wonder what Canada's rules are on vaccines. I'm guessing she probably had to quarantine for how many days or whatever, but um, is there a working situation there not required? Vaccines are not required. I don't know how the, the details. They must not be at this point, but I do know that they all do quarantine upon arrival, and I would imagine they have a pretty extensive testing system in place. Mm-hmm. But if she were required to be vaccinated, she wouldn't be in the movie, so... Yeah. Neither would Queen of Christmas herself, Candace Cameron Bure. I know. Well, there's a network waiting for them if they uh, (laughs) ever make those changes, you know. What was your first impression of this Pat Monaghan banger? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's just it. This was a Pat Monaghan banger. You loved it? It lived up to your expectations? Uh. I really liked the music, to be honest. Um, uh-huh. We don't get a lot of, like, Hallmark movies with, like, that have a uh, 
you know, contemporary musical flair to it. Uh-huh. So I en- I enjoyed that part of it. My first impression is this movie was better than I anticipated that it would be. I went in with very low expectations and was pleasantly surprised. Um, yeah. Good. I thought I'm they happy. might be leaning too hard on the big name for this movie, but I don't think they did. So let's talk about what we liked. Who's the big name? Pat, Pat Monahan. Monahan. That's the draw here, don't you think? Come watch this movie with megastar Pat Monahan. <sighs> know if i would consider him mega star it's not like it's justin bieber you know what i mean has pat monatahan ever acted in anything else i don't think he is a draw i think laura honest or whatever her name is is a draw onus train has sold over 10 million albums worldwide uh-huh I don't know if he's a draw. He's not a draw for me. That's not why I wanted to watch but this Justin movie. But Justin Bieber has sold more than 70 million albums worldwide. What? Holy moly. Pat Monahan has 45 acting credits on IMDb. Ooh, <laughs> I did not know. That. There's a lot of, like, music videos. He was on the comedy show Dr. Ken for an episode. Hawaii Five-O. 90210 the series what that must have been the like remake the 2012 Mm -hmm. well you know whatever maybe he was the draw okay what did you like about this movie um you know i kind of like the storyline a little bit I, i here's my problem is i was having like irrational feelings towards the term variety show for some reason that feels very dated to me like the brady bunch very 70s yeah Uh Uh (laughs) so i was like why do they keep calling it variety show this is a concert you know what i mean Mm -hmm. well because they had the comedian that made it a variety show but yeah a holiday extravaganza performance i don't know comedy and concert i mm, don't know yeah i get you i just for some reason i was like variety show anyway i liked that part of the storyline um what well i'll save it for what i wished for so i liked i liked the that part what did you like well i've got lots of little things that i enjoyed i thought there's a moment where they're dining outside and there's like these cool snow globes blown up behind them. Did you catch those? Like life-size snow globes. Anyway, I thought those Mm-mm. were cool. Um, I really love the uh, random George Lopez cameos and I love that he never seemed to move. He was standing in the exact same place every single time they filmed him. <laughs> I think he's security, so he just always happens to be in the same spot. But yes, go ahead. I wondered why he was in this movie. I mean, he used to have his own TV show, right? Uh Uh-huh. Like, why is he playing such a small little cameo part in this movie? Well, make him the dad. Yeah, yeah. Hallmark's bringing the big names this year, and I wish they'd used him more, but every time he came on screen, I was like, oh, it's George. I just enjoyed I was like, that's that's nice. George is the security guard. I, I enjoyed him. There's a moment where they go to Ricky Page's room as the room service interlopers. And yes. 
they pour her a glass of champagne and then Ryan pours one for himself and drinks it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't notice that. He takes two glasses and then he just totally drinks him. I just thought it was very funny. Can't let her drink alone. I loved that whole scene. I thought it was so funny. I was like, I'm really feeling this Ricky Page vibe here. Like, I yes. can totally relate to her. Yes. <laughs> and I thought she was quite funny when she did her set, too. I was very impressed that they actually made, like, you know, that full 90-second joke. It totally worked. It had to be very Hallmark-appropriate. But then she, like, uh-huh. calls out the audience member. I, I loved that scene. I got to tell you, it made me miss Hacks. Yes. Yes. I, I was like, hacks. when are we going to get um, our favorite Gene Smart? When are we going to get Gene Smart back in Hacks? That's what I need to know. Yeah. Get to work on season two. Yeah. Um, I laughed out loud when they did the white elephant gift. And it was the Botox. Botox. And all of them are like, I'll take it. Oh, oh my God. It was so funny. I was like, that's very relatable. Like, mm-hmm. it just, you know, maybe relatable to this 46-year-old who's dying for Botox. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. there would be fisticuffs for me to get that gift. <laughs> there was something about Pat Monahan as Jackson in a hotel name tag singing on stage that just sat me over the edge every time I saw it. Even just seeing him walking around in their hotel name tags, they didn't need to have the name tags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was constantly wearing a name tag. And then to see him on stage in a name tag... Honestly, it killed me. It was, it was like so random, low budge, Holiday Inn worker in his little little hotel name tag, <laughs> singing on stage. Yeah, it's like he's like, uh, I'm gonna take a break, and then I'll, you can find me on stage working on my music. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Time. Yeah. Oh my uh-huh. goodness. The last thing I liked was the Star Resort points lady. I like that oh, that was going bit. That was awesome. Especially when she was flirting with Ryan. I thought that was very good. 100,000 Star Resorts point. Get me a free ticket to your next concert. Uh Uh-oh. Did you just hear that? I don't know. Hold on. Hang on. All right. Sorry about that. What did you wish for? The main thing I wished for is that I am so tired of this, like, BS Hallmark trope that... Women don't pursue their dreams because they feel tied to a location, you know? So she wants to, um, you know, she gets like a potential job opportunity in Las Vegas and she's very excited about it. But, you know, it's her family resort. And then at the end, she decides to stay. And I'm like, really? Like, boo. Go pursue your dreams. The family resort will be there. You don't think that there's something very real about feeling some sort of family obligation to not leaving your family and the family business and there's not some guilt. I think that's, I mean, Hallmark definitely plays on that. And I think men would be like, peace, I'm out of here. I'm going to get this job that I want better. I don't know. I kind of think maybe that's real. Like women are more inclined to be like, oh, I'll stay. I'll be the helper. Well, I do think it's real, but I hate that they continue to like, perpetuate that storyline like i mm-hmm. something else please i don't know yeah i'm just bothered by it i needed someone to take a hand and ruffle ryan's hair a little bit he was a little too much like that thing you do 
than he was rock star for me. Like he was not too rock star. In fact, like I kept going, like, are they a rock band? What kind of band are they? Because he seems pretty clean cut, you know. Yeah, he was so buttoned up. I was like, could somebody mm-hmm. like shake him up? Because at least the lead singer had long hair, so it's like, oh, you're a rock star. But I didn't believe Ryan as this like even a boy bander. He was just a little too. A little too buttoned up for me. I needed some tussled hair or a scruff or something. Mm-hmm. I hear mm-hmm. you. Like, he needed to be, like, taking shots or smoking a cig or something, right? <laughs> to be a rock star. I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't really into these two as a reconnecting couple. Nope. Like, I feel like they had, like, completely moved on into different, you know, he, he was a rock star. She was like a hotel manager. Like there was never coming back to that. Right. Uh, so I just was like, I would have, I would have rathered her with like Pat Monahan, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kyle Seelig felt, I don't know if he is, but he felt much younger than Laura Osnes to me in this movie. One. It was a real brother sister vibe. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree. I'm gonna have to look and see what their age difference is. Not that it matters if you know, an older woman, younger guy, but they had grown up together or some nonsense right. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Am I getting this mixed up? They went to like a show, right? Like a kid's a kid's uh Christmas play. Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, that was too much for me with the girl who was real showy on the stage and was like, nope. Can't yeah, do it. Like does like the sprinkler and the air guitar yeah. and the yeah. Isn't that his little sister? Here's his niece, I think. I think it's his niece. Anyway, maybe it's because I've sat through so many like elementary school shows yep. <laughs> that I have a real like you know chip on my shoulder about continuing to watch them. I don't know. Not for me. Sorry. So, are you ready for? Did you see that? Yes. At one point, Ryan and Claire go see this like acapella show, right? She's trying to get them oh, as, yeah. a, mm-hmm. as a, and she's got this high side ponytail. <laughs> yeah, that is uh-huh. a real choice because uh-huh. it looks like she's going to watch an 80s, uh-huh. you know, Debbie Gibson, what are here those? I come. Yeah. I was like, what? Who did that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it was like, is this her trying to like look cool so they can get backstage look? Yeah. I don't yes. know. It was no. it was it was a lot. Well, speaking of that band Infamous, they had a real low budget pentatonics vibe for me. <laughs> well, there was just three of them too. Like I was like, really? And I do think that their second performance at the resort was better when they sing Silent Night, but their first performance, I was like, yikes. Yikes. Acapella. Is not for everybody. I mean, I think you might need more than three people to be an acapella group to have like that I real think rich so. sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you notice like there were several scenes where they would hook a cookie onto the cocoa cup? I did. Do you know they sell those at Trader Joe's? No, I didn't. Not those exact, but they have like a gingerbread cookie that will like. <laughs> straddle the edge of your mug (laughs) 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 i'm sure trader joe's isn't the only one that sells them but they are available there i did notice them i should probably get them for my daughter she'd love that 
They had him like backstage after like the big variety show. I was like, that, oh, uh-huh. they would not be drinking that at in backstage in the green no. room or whatever. But I have never seen a cookie on a mug like that before, ever. There are some major green screen moments in this movie. The first is uh, early in the movie when the hotel bigwig is calling to recruit Claire for her variety show organization skills. And there's like Vegas a in the Vegas skyline outside his window. And then another one is um, Ryan and Claire walk outside during the gala and there's like this big mountain skyline and even my husband who as i've mentioned gets very upset when we speak badly of this movie was like nice mountain uh real real heavy on the green screen so i didn't i didn't notice that um i did notice at one point um claire's is it it might have been claire's mom i don't know somebody's mom Uh, it might have been ryan's mom i don't know um she had this drink that looked like a a frappuccino, like, you know, a plastic cup with, like, the mound top, you know? Uh-huh. And, and literally, it is filled with, like, tissue paper, like, bright <laughs> pink tissue paper to look like a drink. And I was like, God, could you be any more obvious? It's so bad, set designers. So bad. <sighs> I thought the Christmas party at the hotel had a real office party vibe to it. Definitely. It was, like... Everybody's kind of dancing, and they're in the lobby of the hotel, and it's all the normal lighting. (laughs) It was was rough. It was rough. Uh, Is there anything else that you want to point out? Nope. Just my rating, which you gave it a? I gave it a two and a half star. Yeah, that's what I gave it to. Yeah. Like, I wanted to love it i liked it i think it's it was good for you because you went in with like super low expectations and i kind of went in with like a little bit of a higher expectation for this one and i don't know why just because i the story was so different than you know most of the other stories we've been getting so Mm -hmm. i was a little disappointed yeah but i did like the music and i would download those songs those christmas songs i need some rock and roll christmas songs Liked it. I would I would also listen to those songs. I would download the entire Train Christmas and Tahoe album, probably. Um, I thought it was fine. I liked it. 2.5 was a pleasant surprise for me. Okay. Good deal. We will be back tomorrow with the final Girls Gone Hallmark movie of this week, which will be The Christmas Contest, starring Candid Cameron Bray and John Brotherton. So make sure you come back for that. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.